0: Welcome to cracking one open, a crack on open like never before, or maybe like once or twice before. But on this one, I, Mike, I'm taking the reins. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready to have your mind blown because I picked a beer that I have no information on, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I, I don't know what's in this beer, but I do know a little bit about with brewery. So I think we actually mentioned it on the podcast before that I went to new Salem. Wait, so brewery. what's the name of the podcast? This is I said it's welcome for all new episode of crack one open. Didn't I? Oh, well, we're cracking one open with Mike and
1: Elise. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure <laughs> I said right, it was crack one open at least. Uh, we are doing a beer from New Asylum Brewery this week. Specifically, we're doing a beer called Therapy Session, which <laughs> will make a lot more sense very shortly. As you can guess by the name, New Asylum is called such because it's made in an insane asylum. What? <laughs> which is uncouth to call. It's a mental health facility now, but that, not back then. Nope. Not back then. Specifically, back it's then it from- was the-
1: the cuckoo house. <laughs> that's
0: right. Fairfield State Hospital from 1929 to 1963, it was known as, or what I prefer, Fairfield Hills Hospital. Mm-hmm. Just has a more sinister name. It does. Uh, and that's what it was known after 1963, all the way up to its closure in 1995, uh, where it started to kind of go downhill because most people went to mental health facilities after that. Not so much insane asylums where they did barbaric treatments. Mm-hmm. So New Sylum Brewery. Let me give you a little bit of a history of what it was built upon. <laughs> so Fairfield State Hospital or Fairfield Hills was created due to overcrowding at other two state hospitals. Walter P. Crabtree Sr. designed the campus like facility dedicated to a common development theme. The institutional buildings. It's a whole plot of land. It's huge. Were a modified colonial style built of red brick and attractively accented, a.k.a look like super duper haunted houses super (laughs) duper haunted. uh and the uh night june 10th 1931 was when the cornerstone was laid for the hospital 16 buildings on 100 acres plus another 670 acres of land around them that's 270 hectares for anyone who really cares about hectares uh the acreage consisted of large farm meadows and a forest for It's a lot of walking around, a lot of buildings. It looks like an abandoned college campus if you're on there. Wow. There's a lot of walking. I guess we should
1: preface this by saying that we got this beer because you visited this brewery. I have
0: been here. So this is one of the few I've gone to as well now. Uh, And it's, it's dope. It's the dopeness. It received its first patients on June 1933 from Connecticut Valley Hospital. Uh, initially, there were fewer than 500 patients and only three doctors. But after the in the 60s, housed more than 4,000 patients, 20 doctors, 50 nurses, and 100 assorted other employees. This thing was big. This place also had tons of tunnels that went through it. Mm-hmm. So all these buildings in this huge acreage were all connected by these tunnels, so you can go in and out. It was huge to obviously transport goods, run phone lines, and Move corpses around. Oh. (laughs) It was a bad place because obviously it was a mental institution. It was a crazy house, an insane asylum. And back then, if you're going to call it that, that means you really don't have much respect for those people and or barbaric methods on how to treat these certain things. And barbaric methods they did indeed use. Hydrotherapy, insulin shock therapy, electroconvulsive therapy, and an actual frontal lobotomies.
1: No wonder they had so many corpses to move around. Jesus.
0: In the first year that psychosurgery was performed at Fairfield Hills, over 100 patients were, uh, and I'm going to put quotes around this, treated. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's a very loose term. Uh, So you'd think this place would be haunted AF, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Fun fact, there are no real substantial reports of any ghosts or hauntings in this place. Really? None whatsoever. Because I, I obviously, distinctly
1: remember like kids in high when we were in high school going there like just for shits and giggles because they thought it was going to be haunted.
0: Fun fact, that's the reason they sealed up those tunnels. Because uh, they got so old and people kept trespassing. They were like, we got to get rid of these tunnels yep. before people get hurt in them. Mm-hmm. So the tunnels, are unfortunately, are all sealed up. Would have been dope to take a tour of the tunnels. Yeah. Uh, but they're all gone, unfortunately. This place had a ton of different houses: Newton Hall, Bridgeport Hall, Greenwich House, Shelton House, Plymouth Hall, Power Plant, Stratford Hall, Yale Laboratory, and additional buildings for the central laundry, dairy farm, bakery, and incinerator. That they had was the incinerator used for garbage or for corpses. Yeah,
1: I'm, uh, I'm gonna make a <laughs> I'm gonna make a guess there.
0: <laughs> I'm not done with the buildings though. That was just administration. It also had Danbury Hall, Norwalk Hall, Stamford Hall, Waterton Hall. Woodbury Hall, Washington Square, plus several single family homes, which I don't what? think are still on the property, maybe. Uh, then they also had patient and treatment housing, such as Bridgewater House, Canaan House, Cochrane House, Fairfield House, Kent House, and Litchfield House. Wow. Notice the theme. So those yeah, of you that aren't from Connecticut, these are all towns and towns cities in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, in Connecticut, not Connecticut. So in 2004, the town of Newton, which is where this is actually located, is in Newtown, Connecticut, uh, bought the land. They just purchased it. Uh, And so the state of Connecticut owned it, established the Fairfield Helds Authority, a municipal development agency to implement new construction on the site. So now there's a whole bunch of passive and active recreational use. There's it's a walkway. I believe it's one point nine miles. People say they can walk. Uh, A lot of people walk in their dogs. If you enter in the campus, there's, um, I believe, like a parks and rec department, some Other kind of municipal kind of buildings there. Mm -hmm. I believe for a little while, the PTA and the Educational Department of Newtown was there. Uh, There's a basketball court, full workout center. Wow. uh, Indoor turf field. This is the Newtown Youth Academy that's been built there too.
1: and So they're really trying to like revitalize it.
0: Yes. New Asylum Brewery took over. I believe New Asylum took over either. I believe it took over Stratford Hall. Yes, I believe it took over Stratford Hall. Some fun facts about Fairfield Hills. Sleepers was filmed at Fairfield Hills. Oh, shit. It's, uh, it, took, it took the place for the Wilkinson School for Boys. You could totally see that when you look at the movie and you look at the buildings. It's like, yeah, I could see that.
1: Oh, that's cool. I
0: was featured in an episode of MTV's Fear in 2000.
1: I kind of remember that.
0: But it was renamed to St. Agnes Hospital by the show's creators so that people wouldn't trespass on the land after they saw the show. Uh, So you wouldn't really go, oh yeah, it's Fairfield Hills, let's go. You'd be like, where's St. Agnes? Oh, it doesn't exist. Or I mean, I can't find St. Agnes on this map of Connecticut. Uh, Obviously, many, many psychics and all that kind of stuff have tried to enter the place and feel the... Do the the readings, yeah. Oh, I can feel things that are dark and disturbing. But... There's really no, like I said, substantial claims of any kind of haunting ha- happened in there. So, you know, is it haunted? See for yourself. When you go there, it looks haunted. It is creepy. There are obviously a lot of the buildings are not used yet, these houses. Mm-hmm. So when you enter New Asylum, which seems to be kind of center to the campus, there's all these other buildings around, including where you park that are all boarded up obviously the vines are taking it (laughs) over and some of the windows have what looks like it looks kind of like the riddler's crypto codes in it in the windowsills and you got like in red ink or red paint and you've got to like the the cipher solve the cipher or whatever it's all this weird creepy graffiti the place looks so dope i was there on an overcast day last month so it was it was march it was still kind of cold no leaves on the trees still like viney trees ah it fit the mood so well so well
1: yeah, the pictures that you sent me were really creepy, but I feel like it was only just like a snapshot of.
0: Oh, there's so much what's more there. to go. Yeah. So, a little brief history of New Salem Brewing. New Salem Brewing Company Building was formerly named Stratford Hall, so I was right, uh, mm-hmm. and originally the staff dining room. It eventually became the staff library, apparently, which I didn't see in the other notes. A story of New Salem. The idea of opening a brewery was years of cocktail talk at Mark. Tembaskio's Bar, My Place, in Newtown, Connecticut, which I've actually heard of, My Place, before it turned into a serious conversation one summer night in 2017. The turning point was the Newtown Land Use Agency deciding to look favorable on the creation of local breweries and distilleries, which I believe every town should be now. I mean,
1: oh god, a brewery yeah.
0: puts you on the map and encourages people to come mm-hmm. and then do touristy crap. Exactly. It was the spark needed for Mark and business partner Dave Kingsley to start making their brewery a reality. They had their sights set on a particular building in the historic former Fairfield Hills Hospital campus. So they were like, we need a haunted-ass place. This is cool. (laughs) Which Newtown bought from the state in 2004. They presented a letter of intent to the town in October of 2017, thinking it had about a 5% chance of acceptance. But the town embraced the concept. On account of all the murders there in the county. (laughs) From that point, it took two and a half years and much blood, sweat, and beer. Ha! When the brewmaster, John Watson, brewed their first beer. Now multiple styles fill the barrels and locals are thrilled to enjoy a craft beer, some great pizza, and the incredible restored architecture of the historic building on the hill. So that's their About Us. So it says that along with Sharky, a third partner who isn't in the About Us, uh, began the renovations April 1st, 2019, brewed their first beer March 31st, 2020. And they were oh, the first actual commercial not enterprise. great Yeah, no, that's basically COVID on the mark. They were the first commercial enterprise to open on the campus, but Dockside Brewery also basically opened probably in a couple months after the start of the pandemic, but pretty much pandemic-wise. Yeah, and look that's at them. true. That's true. It's how you use that pandemic, how you use your marketing, how you use and how good your stuff is. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of really cool stuff. I uh, honestly didn't
1: realize they've been around that long.
0: Yeah. When asked whether the campus is haunted or not, we can only answer. We're not sure. And that's on their (laughs) official website because obviously you want to come there. Uh, So I will say this place is awesome. What they've done to the inside of this brewery is so cool. I sent you a couple of pictures Mm -hmm. of it. I know. Um, Dope. Like you can see them kind of working on it, knocking down the doors on their website. just installing it and you can just see the architecture inside with the mark. There's You go in, the outside still looks, it's still got that red brick and the white colonial style architecture. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then you enter in this marble and dark blues and statuesque and it it looks almost like Grecian or Gracian or however you say it, like Greek stuff. It looks really, really neat and cool and interesting. And they are dog friendly outside, which is really cool. They have. (laughs) Let kids in if you want to come with your families. Have pizza, pretzels. They have these famous hot dogs. I did not have the hot dog. I had the pizza, and the pizza was actually really good. It's it's wood fire. They cook it right in the middle of the restaurant, which is cool. Oh,
1: that's nice. They have
0: wine. They have ciders. They have brute champagnes. They got a lot oh, going you on. Love that yeah, they have a lot of stuff going on. It's really really cool. But I mean, the place looks like it's haunted. It looks like if you stayed there overnight, you'd be in trouble. Yeah, it looks. I can't wait. To go there around Halloween. I really hope they put on a really cool Halloween thing. I would love to go to that.
1: That'd be cool. Uh,
0: It's at 36 Keating Farms Ave in Newtown, Connecticut, to be specific. And if you can go there, it's worth the drive. Uh, It was even a drive for me a little bit, I guess. It's about 45 minutes to an hour away. I hit traffic, so it was an hour. But I think without traffic on a regular day, I could get there in 45 minutes. Okay, It's really not Not bad at all. And it's an easy drive. Once you get off the highway, basically, and I'm sure this would be for anyone who gets there, get off the highway, drive in a straight line up this road, and you hit it, basically. It's really hard to miss on account of it being 600 acres, acres of yeah. land. When you hit the insane asylum, you know you're good, and yeah. you cannot miss that it's an insane <laughs> asylum. <laughs> but there's all these happy people walking all these dogs around and stuff, so it's like such a a weird mood there, and I'm sure it'll end up be looking Gorgeous and beautiful. And it probably looks really pretty in the summertime, but it's not yeah, an overcast that's true. day when there's no leaves on trees, mm. but it's perfect, perfect feeling and look to this place. And we are doing, like I said, Therapy Session, which is a New England Hazy Pale Ale. I've had a few beers from them. This beer is the one I could get in cans, but they also had Coping Mechanism, which I really wanted to do on this
1: uh, <laughs> this like podcast.
0: Yeah. I thought the name was great, and it's a West Coast IPA that I thought was really, really good.
1: Yeah, that is the one you told me about.
0: Another beer I had, which I don't see anymore on here, is I had an Oktoberfest beer, I believe. Ooh. And that was really, or an alt beer. I had an alt beer. Yum. Which was really good, and it's not on here anymore, unfortunately, that I can see on their list. So I'm sure they cycle through. They don't have a ton of-
1: Core. Styles.
0: I don't know about core styles. I don't know what their core styles would be. I haven't been there enough to realize what stays. Mm -hmm. But um, barrels, they don't have a lot of barrels. It's Uh, a smaller system, but it's right behind you when you're drinking at the brewery. They pour at where they make the beer.
1: Oh my God. Which is
0: really, really cool. I've never seen that in a brewery before. Literally like maybe 10 feet away from the bartenders is their barrel setup Mm. all right there. So they do everything there and- they they tap it right there. And the bar's pretty long. Like I said, they have hot dogs, pizza, pretzels. The pretzels are ginormous. The hot dogs are supposed to be pretty famous as well. Uh, what do they call them? If you're interested in the hot dogs. Oh, Soggy Dogs. S-A-U-G-Y Ew. from Rhode Island. Oh. The famous Soggy Dog. So I don't know what it is, but it seems interesting. It's wood-fired with a choice of house-made mustard. And Kathy's host made relish or ketchup. Very, very interesting. <laughs> uh but yeah. Oh, tunnel time was the alt beer. It's right there. I can see it now. And then their five their pizza is a 10-inch, like personal pizza. Bianca, pepperoni, margarita, hot oil, cheese, and they have a specialty pizza. And they even do gluten-free upon request. And they have a bunch of different like charcuterie boxes you can get. Classic cheese or a crudite box or crudite. Yep. And they have for kids, they have house made cold brewed nitro coffee on tap, which is cool. They have special friends for a special blend from our friends at BD Provisions in Newtown. They have cream soda, root beer, cola, ginger ale, Einbecker non alcoholic lager beer, and athletic brewing one wild IPA. Like I said, wine, they do the two roads daybreakers as well. Cool. And Prosecco bottles and white and red wines. That's quite a selection. It's, they got a lot going on for a place that just opened not long ago. It's it's almost like a mini Dockside. Like it's there. It's a brewery, but it's really trying to be a brew pub. But it is also trying to be a brewery. I, I think that's a little at odds with itself. But I think they make mm-hmm. it work really well. And it's just so inviting when you go in. It's really really neat. Oh, that's a that's a good picture right there on their main page. Oh,
1: that's
0: nice. It's really cool. I I think it has room to grow. I think it's a smaller building. I'd say I think they have room to grow as it gets busier, I would I would hope they're, like I said, where you park, there's an abandoned house, mm-hmm. whatever house that is. I would like to see them maybe get that at some point or one of the other houses around them so that they can kind of either expand and connect those two buildings or just have maybe two different buildings. Yeah. Maybe um, have like one,
1: one place for like special events to be held.
0: I can definitely see they'll need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their little outdoor patio is really nice. It looks like it's still kind of under construction, mm-hmm. um, but they do have an outdoor area as well where you can kind of sit amongst the ghosts of the people that got lobotomized, I guess. (laughs) Uh, But it's a really, really, really cool place. I can't recommend it enough. I think I've been going to a lot of different breweries up there because Forgotten Cinema changed to Nighttime, my other podcast I do. Mm -hmm. So me and Mike Field have been trying to like go to the different places. We used to go to a coffee shop in the mornings. That's really nice there. And now we're trying to go to other breweries around there that were really cool. And I think this one is the, of all the ones I've gone to, this is the one I want to take you to the most. Cool. Because I think this is yeah, the best I mean, beer, right up the best alley. food, the best atmosphere. It's just dope. Um, but I did go to Reverie as well, which I, I do want to take you and the pup.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. uh, I did like Reverie on their beer as well. But New Salem, I've never been to a brewery that has that atmosphere. <laughs> it is so cool and so unique. It's uh. They don't play it off very halloween when you enter there, but you just feel like it needs to be Halloween when you go there just because of the, the vibe. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I got. That nice. is the history of Fairfield Hills revamping their image with New Asylum in the center, and the Youth Academy, obviously, is a big part because a lot of people are walking around doing, you know, dog walking and running and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're kind of revamping their image, which is nice, but at the same time, until they revamp it completely, you're on a you're on a horror movie set. This <laughs> is the coolest thing. So let's drink some therapy session. Yes, IPA. please. All right.
1: These cans are awesome.
0: Well, I guess you can describe the can this week.
1: <gasps> uh, that's kind of your thing.
0: <laughs> but I already took your thing. You don't want to take my thing? No. <laughs> you don't like talking when there's not a script in front of you.
1: <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. But let's let's drink this beer.
0: I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Remember I hurt my finger the other day? Yeah. Because I embedded something within my nail bed. Do I
1: need to crack both of ours?
0: To fix that problem, I cut my nails down to the nubs. Oh. I can't open a can. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Here's one crack. <sighs> and here's a second crack. Bonus crack.
0: Nice. Yeah, you like that? U-A-S-M-R, creeps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was there sediment in this? Do I need to pour the whole thing
0: out? Uh, I had it on draft, so I don't know. It doesn't look like there is, though. Cheers. Cheers. So this is a hazy ale, pale ale. It is straw-colored. Not a big head. It smells semi-fruity.
1: Fruity, but also very bitter and hop forward.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. It's very hop forward. It's more floral and earthy mm-hmm. than it is fruity when you taste it. It reminds me of something that's like I don't want to say rooty because it's like rooty instead of root tea. Mm-hmm. But it's root tea. It's yeah. like very herbaceous grassy kind of but in a good way kind of a flavor that i think is really nice compared to other hazies where it's like just overly fruity
1: and kind of like artificially sweet
0: yeah this really isn't all that sweet at all yeah it's hazy but not sweet so this is like a really nice beer to have a pizza with
1: oh yeah it would be or eat a pretzel man i want pizza
0: (laughs) but i think it's a very nice flavor not crazy
1: yeah, not crazy. I think this is pretty well balanced.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe I would maybe tone the the bitterness back just a smidge. I, but, I, okay. but I see where like the, the bitterness is absolutely necessary to balance out the sweetness of the fruit.
0: Yeah, but I can see them going a little less bitter because this beer kind of reminds me maybe why I like it now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Reminds me a bit of cloud sourced.
1: Okay, yeah, I and can see that.
0: Cloud source is a hazy. The reason I really love cloud sourced over most hazies is it it doesn't have that overly fruity flavor. It's very much more hop forward. Mm-hmm. Cloud source is also a beer you can drink. It's the only Anything. hazy I think I yeah. know. I can you can drink a bunch of them.
1: Yep, it's, and you can have it with like any food. You can
0: have it with any food. It's it's crushable. And it's the only crushable hazy I think I know of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the 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 main difference between this and, and cloud-sourced, I would say, is the lingering bitterness on my tongue. Mm-hmm.
0: This is a little bit more maybe herbaceous, I guess. But mm. I haven't had cloud-sourced in quite some time, so I would have to
1: have, a have another
0: cloud-sourced. They still make cloud-sourced? Yeah. Okay. It's really, really good, though.
1: This is really good.
0: I will say- good I choice. I think I preferred their West Coast IPA, though. So I'm I'm a little sad that we didn't get uh
1: that, that was the coping mechanisms cans. wasn't
0: available in cans at the time. Womp womp. Uh, and they don't do growlers yet, at least as far as I saw.
1: We'll just have to go. Uh
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> I'll go anytime you want. If you're like, hey, you want to go there this let's go there this Saturday or whatever, I'll be like, I'm in. Let's <laughs> go. Anytime that you want to go to new asylum, I'm down. It was such a good experience. Uh
1: I think when it gets warmer and we can bring pup. And when she gets used to the car rides, yeah,
0: that would be. You'd have to be indoors though, or outdoors. Um, and the indoors is so cool. You no, know, I wouldn't true. mind doing the outdoors too, but the outdoor wasn't as cool as like the indoor area. Yeah.
1: Okay. So maybe maybe leave her home for the first trip.
0: Yeah, I will say, like I said, the other brewery, uh, Reverie, which I, I would hope to do an episode as well, because there was a. Oh no, you didn't like the good beer I found at Reverie. <laughs> uh, but Reverie has a last. inside But that was also
1: very funky. I feel like. I feel like I would probably dig.
0: They have a lot of other funky, weird ones that seem interesting, but they allow dogs inside and outside. Dear breweries, allow dogs more inside and outside. Yeah. Dogs are people, too. (laughs) It doesn't have much of a smell.
1: No, it doesn't. I was thinking that when we cracked it.
0: It's got a little bit of a sweet stone fruity aroma but it's a very subtle aroma you really have to put your nose in there and go (sighs) which to be honest like um, unless it's this podcast i don't really do that yeah i mean i will always smell my beer before i drink it at a brewery but like i'll do like a quick just sniff to see what it smells like if it's new and then i'll just drink it nothing like crazy
1: yeah i really wish we knew what hops were in this or had a way to find out what hops were in it. Because then I would make some guesses. Otherwise, I'm just going to sound like an asshole going, huh?
0: <laughs> What's really, I, I think it's really cool is in the walkway you have, there's a can pickup area, which is a garage to the back of the same building. And you can see that when you're sitting at the bar and that whole like unloading area is lit by LED lights that change colors. So when it changes to like red yeah. and it's like a docking bay, it looks like you're in a horror movie, even though it's all redone and repainted <laughs> with that beautiful marble. Like it just looks like this docking bay and like Stranger Things or something like that. With yeah. like that neon red kind of look going on. But I think they did a great design option. It's not industrial. It's not kind of a refurbished factory look, which would have been the easiest thing to do, mm-hmm. which would have been obviously copy paste from Two Roads and Tribus and Bad Suns and all these other places that just do factory looks, so yeah. which is fine. And I love that. And I love Two Roads and Tribus and Bad Sons the look of those.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're not knocking that at all, but they definitely seem to have gone a different route. Yeah, changing it up <laughs>
0: and make it this Neo Greek Roman Punk like RGB lighting kind in of their a thing.
1: Label their it, their logo. It is
0: quite a bit actually, yeah. I think that's a really nice cool touch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So their can art.
1: So do you do you want me to do the can or no? Do you <laughs> want to do the can? I don't know.
0: You're in you're it. on it. Give it it a try. I'll I'll chime in if you get uncomfortable (laughs) and weird.
1: (laughs) All right. So don't get weird with it. Don't get weird. So this can, like most cans right now that we've been doing lately is just a label, a wraparound label. It's kind of split in half color wise. I'm really like drawn to this can just because of the colors. So the bottom half is mostly Navy. That's where the label is. That's where the the name of the beer is. It's called Therapy Session Pale Ale. Percent alcohol. This is a 16 ounce can. Um, and I love the font that they use just because it's like something that I would have used back in the day to like on Photoshop, like for a
0: horror movie or something. Yeah, Yeah.
1: absolutely. 100%. (laughs) And then the other half, the top half, is split and it's kind of like these sunset colors. We've got pale pink leading into orange, leading into yellow, and splashed on it are these Rorschach like patterns, which I'm not seeing anything in particular. Well, oh, there's seeing- things in particular. Yeah, there's there's things in there. Um, <laughs> I'm seeing an end for New Asylum. I'm seeing a maple leaf, I'm assuming, for Connecticut. CT?
0: With mm, a couple a- leaves. There's hops. Yep. There's a glass of beer. Oh,
1: the, yep. Okay, but it's kind of portion. like in shadows. Yep. With the f- foamy foam on top and a drip coming off. Yep. Nice. All right, so... Um, splitting these two colorways is their logo, the new Silum Brewing Co. Um, it's got that kind of like we we're like you were saying that Grecian style building. and instead of a conventional roof, it is the top of a hop,,
0: mm-hmm. like a domed roof, but it's a hop.
1: yep, very nice integration there.
0: I think it's interesting that their symbol is like a grecian like archway or lookout tower and yeah. not anything to do with the building that they are.
1: Yeah. That's an interesting choice. I w- I wonder what the connection is there. Um, and it says on the side here, the Rorschach ink block test has respondents look at the ambiguous ink block images and then they describe what they see. This test is a way of revealing what a person's unconscious thoughts, motives, or desires. What do you see?
0: Connecticut New Silent Pier is good.
1: <laughs> Which is obviously, yeah, we just went over what we see. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I really like this. I can, if I was at the package store and I saw this on the shelf, I would have been immediately drawn to it for sure.
0: Oh, the colors are beautiful. Yeah. it's It's got a great color palette. I think that green from the hop on top of the building yeah, and in therapy continued, session.
1: Continued down.
0: Pops like, yep. so much against that green, that sherbet green, yellow kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I don't know if this is in liquor stores yet, but I do I've highly never recommend seen it down here no. anyone in kind of the Connecticut area or anyone who can drive to the Connecticut area, check out this new brewery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's awesome. But I think this is a great hazy summer beer as well.
1: For it sure. Would, I'd lighter. say this is pretty year round.
0: Oh yeah, but I think this is a nice summer beer for a hazy because a lot of hazies, you know, <clears throat> people keep making hazies year round, Yeah, but not a lot of hazies I don't think. I don't know if they work in the summer mm-hmm. because they're so heavy, but this is a little lighter in a way that I think works.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: And that's all I've got.
1: That's all you got?
0: That's all I got. You got anything else you want to add? Um,
1: Not that I can think of. All right. Well, if that's all we've got, thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it, review it, share it with your friends, and subscribe to catch our future episodes. You can find us on crackin one or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Kraken1Open, or just shoot us an email at kraken one at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions, because we always want to hear from you. You! <laughs> what else you got to plug?
0: I've got Forgotten Cinema podcast I do with my buddy Mike Field, which I talked about a little bit earlier. It's a podcast about films that seem to be forgotten by audiences, whether it be because a more popular movie was released at the same time or the film simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. We'll discuss what we love about the movie, maybe don't love about it, but we always recommend you revisit it. You never know, you might find your own forgotten gem. You can find Forgotten Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or on ForgottenEntertainment.com because we all are part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. So check us out out. I've also got audiobooks. Michael Butler, you can find me on Audible. Check those audiobooks out. Sour, Switch, Our and Gangsters, Coffee at Midnight, Progressive Entrapment, Vacation Planet, The Murder of Kelly Christopher, The Final Girl. All these are books that I've done that if you buy, I get paid. <laughs> and I want to get paid. So look, I'm leaving my job by the way now. So like I can either be on the streets. I was going to say or in the sheets doesn't really make sense. But like give me, <laughs> to anyone
1: but me. Give me
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I got to be on the streets or if I get money, she'll still let me in the sheets. Like I can't, I'll be out on the streets or I can be in a comfortable bed. <laughs> <laughs> Buy my audiobooks. <laughs> and that is what I got. All right.
1: And a special thanks for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. That was one.
0: That clank. Was a terrible clink.
1: Clink. There we go. Better clink. <laughs> <laughs>